You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, do you know that we... (laughs) I don't even know how to say this, but we got more positive feedback from last week's episode than I think we've gotten in all of At Casual history. I mean, maybe people are finally listening. Are we about to become a sex podcast? I mean, God. Maybe I should start having more sex. Uh, yeah, you're really going to have to get to that. Yeah. I'm, do- I'm pulling a lot of weight here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so I was going through some of my DMs and I just wanted to read some of these because they made me feel so good. I haven't told you about these yet, but Jennifer said, girl, I feel seen by this podcast. I agree with everything. And if you're approved, then let's start a fucking club because I'm not sexting some stranger who just wants to m- meet Shank. Every girl he swipes right a on. Meet Shank. Yeah, nobody That's likes a, a meet term. Shank. Yeah. This episode was blessed by Jesus. Thanks, Jennifer. Jamie said, I think act casual should become sex casual. Cannot stop laughing at last week's. Is Jamie a guy or a girl? I think it was a girl. But also, what other situation do you need to act more casual than sex and dating? Totally. Like that is the epitome of acting casual because none of us actually want to act casual. Yeah, I... um. I mean, this is kind of a sex dating thing, like, but I've been texting today with a friend who came out as bisexual and it's like, it's so awesome to see someone finally like accept themselves for who yeah, they are. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's wow. like, now she gets to fucking act casual. How old is she? She's in her twenties. Oh, so, yeah, like, so it's not, I mean, a lot it's of not, life left to live. Yeah. She's a lot of life left and it's been great. Like she said, the response has been amazing. Like, awesome. Yeah. It's been amazing for her. Love so. that. Yeah. Godspeed and hope she has yeah. lots of sex. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. She gets she, her opportunities to just double. I mean, right. The, the amounts of sex she could have are endless. I'm jealous. Well, you really do have to get to it so you can give us some <laughs> stories. Um, should we just jump right in? I feel like we have a lot to cover today and some of them are harder than others. Some of them are, uh, funnier. I don't even know. There's just some that I laughed out loud. Oh God, I can't wait. (laughs) 
Okay, I want to start with... Um, <laughs> is this where I want to start? <laughs> oh my oh, God. No. Oh. This is what's on my list of things to start with because we actually did not get to this last week. It was a question for last week and I was like, <laughs> we cannot go here. But Erica wrote, she was like, I have a lot of questions about the polyamorous lifestyle. Ooh, well, I did do a little research and... Okay. Um, I don't know anybody who's polyamorous, but I got to tell you, it sounds kind of ideal. I'm going to need you to explain because <laughs> the second you mention like being married to more than one person, it's I'm not like, married. He's out. No, you, you don't have that's that's polygamy. Oh, polyamory is you can be it's can be it's relationships, whether it's sexual or just emotional with various people again um, i'm such a fucking psycho there's no chance well yeah well i mean one of the main things about it is that it, it they, they practice non-jealousy and communication so um i mean look honestly it's clearly not for everybody but it's growing in parts okay. of europe and north america and oceana which okay. i guess is eurasia maybe anyway um wow thank you for that, I mean, Geo- that lesson I don't, in geography. I don't even know where oceana is but um i guess that's australia and new zealand um, but it's the, and there's different types and like, there's not just you're fucking everybody. There's like, I'm going to do a little, uh, knowledge, drop a little knowledge here. So there's different styles. There's kitchen table polyamory. And that's kind of when like everyone who's involved is willing to sort of sit around the table and uh-huh. be open and honest with each other. And everybody knows what's going on. And so it doesn't mean that like- they're all fucking each other. Like some of them could just be emotional relationships. So some Susan's like, so last night we had this really deep discussion about our feelings and blah, blah, blah. And then Karen's over there and she's like, last night it sucked his dick. Like, yeah. like what? Yeah. And it's gay, straight, bi. Like, okay. I guess it wouldn't be straight if, if um, unless you're only having sex with the opposite. But it, like if it was no... a bunch of girls and one guy, yeah, that would be straight. Totally. Um, it's like a guy's dream. I roll, to- well, I roll, that I sounds roll. a little more like polygamy. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Because it, that's, yeah. But um, there's also parallel um, polyamory, which is where people are aware that it's happening, but they don't know the other people. And then there is solo poly, mm. which is where I think the communication breaks down a little bit more you're not being so open about it, but they know that it's happening. Like you, it's like, don't ask, don't tell kind of kinda, thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I mean, to me, it kind of sounds ideal because look, as a gay man, like I love women. I right, do. And right. you know, I feel like be, all of your friends for the, uh, not all that's, you can't, but the majority a lot of, of my your friends, friends are women. Female. I definitely yeah. have like the closest emotional relationship sure. in my life are with women. And, I mean, who's to say like we couldn't like get drunk and have fun one night and have it not be a thing? I know, I know you're hot and heavy for me. Kelly, I'm but. dead. I first of all but, because I have to, I have to do this story. You're gonna murder me, but I'm gonna fucking oh do it God. anyway. And it doesn't have to do with Outback Steakhouse. We'll save that for another okay. day. But one time, Chip and I and a bunch of girls are sitting on a patio, and Chip, oh God, Chip I don't even know where this tries is going. to tell us about going down on a girl and the proper way to do that and (laughs) no no that was me joking i I do this i can do this thing it sounds like this (laughs) and i said i like to hit the walls on the way in (laughs) 
dead. <laughs> I'm going to have to post a video of you doing this because I literally do it almost daily now. And I do think that you were serious that your technique was the way to go. No, I've never, I've never done that Hitting while going, and I have walls. gone down on women before. Right. But I've never, I've never did that. Um, but I do think it's really funny to like, that if I ever do go down on a woman, I'm definitely going to go in hot like that. It's like a lot of suction and a lot of tongue. All yeah, at the same it's time. like this weird thing that literally I, 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 there was this girl named Anna. Um, Tell us more. In my, I've, I've known her since I was begging. in elementary school and she could do it. And I wanted to learn how to do it so bad that I finally I learned. So I wonder where Anna is now. Do we think Anna's her married name, to a girl now? No, Anna <laughs> is not. She's married to a man. She still lives in my hometown. Maybe she uses that technique. Otherwise, she hey. might. She might. It's hard to do if you have something in your mouth though. Oh, wow. There's um, other holes on men. I mean, <laughs> where are we going true. right now? What has God. happened to us? Anyway, like I was saying, okay. Um, I do think like even gay, straight, whatever, like I identify as a gay man. So I put those boundaries on myself right? where I'm like, well, I can't make out with girls or I can't have sex with women. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. You know what that. I mean? And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't necessarily. It doesn't have to really mean anything Why other than physical pleasures. Yeah. If that's what you're so choosing it to be. I see that. Know? Okay. And in the same way that like straight people go out and they meet somebody at a bar and they fuck. And that's yeah. all it was that night. And it's just one thing. So it doesn't have to define you. Okay. So it kind of seems ideal, even though I don't think I would ever identify right. as polyamorous. And I probably will never have sex with a woman again. But I can kind of see where like it's ideal. So I never actually read Erica's email because I unfortunately did not have it pulled up once <laughs> I read my notes. I'm very professional over here. But I just pulled it up, and I think she makes some good points. It's kind of a lengthy email, but I'm going to try to get to the points. But she says, I was thinking of discussing why the polyamorous lifestyle has become such a trend lately. I myself have given it a try since it was such an open topic for millennials, and it wasn't for me. I felt very uncomfortable with it, and now know that it really isn't the type of lifestyle I would want to live by. Am I, I might be more old school type. Me too, Erica. But I believe in taking care of of one plant the best way possible rather than planting seeds all over and watering them from time to time. I thought that was a good analogy. I, I think it's a great analogy. But there are many who feel otherwise. And I find it interesting how that idea has expanded, especially over the last couple of years. Many questions pop off. Like, is it because most of us come from broken families and the image of happily ever after was just a fantasy that we were led to believe? Is it because we are truly never satisfied or because in a digital era of dating, we fear missing out on a better opportunity? The grass is always We said greener. that last week. Yeah. Some say one partner can never fulfill all your needs, but isn't that what friends are for? Why would I need to involve a sexual relationship of my own on top of it? I don't mean, I don't mean polyamorous as in a couple shares a threesome, but the type that has several other sexual and committed relationships on the side. I don't know. They're just, those are just thoughts I'm having. And I'd love to listen to an open discussion that can make it even to make me understand things more. The truth is, it's kind of like what we said last week. This is such a hard, this is such a hard conversation to have for anyone else. Like, I think it's such a personal decision. I myself would legitimately go insane. You would implode. I would implode. I think I would. I mean, I I tend to be in thought probably a little bit more like liberal. For sure. But I also, also you know haven't how, had the experiences right, I have. Right. And I, yeah, but I also know too, like how quickly I can get jealous or mm -hmm. create scenarios in my head that are going on that aren't. I think you have to it's be a in trust thing. Right. Um, like and if like, 
I do want to believe that, like, if someone were being open and honest with me, that I could trust. But I would worry about STDs. Like, that's well, something that's really hard to get past. You have to be very open about that, too. And everyone has to be tested and, like, yeah. safe and all of that. And you have to have a protocol, I think. Like, right. But, I, God, I have so many things to say. But my like, brain from can't From the male think. perspective, like, if, if, like, say your wife... The person that you were most committed to in a straight relationship did not like to give blowjobs, mm-hmm. but you loved getting blowjobs. Mm-hmm. If you could have this open conversation and be like, my friend, you know, Sarah loves to suck dick. Right. Like, if, if you can commit emotionally and like really fully give yourself to your marriage and your wife and be open and honest about needing to have your dick sucked occasionally, like. I guess I think that gives people too much credit. Like I just think all of our egos are way too big. I don't know that. Uh, I, I just feel like even with that, where you're like, we're committed to being open. At some point, someone's gonna go, oh, but she might not like this part. Or at some point, maybe they have sex and it's not just a blowjob. And he's like, oh man, like do I? But yeah. he doesn't talk to her first. It just gets so complicated. And listen, like. I think that there is a huge argument nowadays for does monogamy work? And, you know, a lot of people are like, no, we're not made like that. I myself have decided that in those kind of situations, like if my partner was like, this isn't the truth, though. Give me something else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sorry. We'll address that question (laughs) next week. Okay. Uh, Let's say he was like, hey, babe. Uh, give me something else. I don't anal? know. Uh, okay, that there. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's like, hey, babe, I really love anal. And I'm like, uh, not such a big fan of right. anal. <laughs> but, you know, here's my deal is if I'm committed to my partner, it's not a threat to me. It doesn't put me in danger in any way. It's sort of like a taste preference. I'm willing to work at stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to. <laughs> Give it a old college try. Try to loosen up and try, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I just think it's like, those are my commitments to my partner being open to hearing something without judgment and also being like, okay, you know, that's not like necessarily what I would order off the menu, but like, I'm not opposed as long as I am not abandoning myself. If I ever feel like it's like not okay with me and I'm just doing it to please them, that's a problem too. I also think too that, you know, I, I grew up in an era where it's like, it was like, no, having sex before you're married. Like, Sure, me too. But like, would you ever go to a car dealership and not drive the car before you fucking buy it? Like, right. it's such a crazy concept. So I think a lot of this stuff should be worked out before you decide who your forever partner is. Right. Because I do think that like a lot of times we meet someone and we're like, this is what's great about them. This is what's great about them. And we paint this like picture of our future with them. But we haven't really like checked everything off. And right. if... You're if you decide to marry someone that only wants to do anal, but you don't want to do anal, there is going to be a breakdown at some point where somebody's not happy. Absolutely. And they look elsewhere. Those types of things need to just be like sort of put out in the open and discussed and figured out before you like really know if someone's your forever partner. I agree. Yeah. I'd be curious what Erica's reasoning for saying it wasn't her type of lifestyle was. Me too. Yeah, I mean, Erica, I think send it's us deets. We don't have to read them on here, but I'd be curious to know yeah. like what it was that you tried and I mean, how you even go about that. Like, I don't know anybody that's polyam, like at least openly polyamorous. 
Yeah, because like, you would be so judged, it seems. Right, but yeah. it sounds like maybe the younger generations I think are it's probably a kind of getting thing, more. Yeah. And the truth is, is like you do hear one person cannot fulfill your, all of your needs. And I agree with that. Like, but th- to me, she says, isn't that what friends are for? And I have developed deep relationships with other people that aren't a threat to my dating relationship. Um, but they fill me up in different ways. And I think that's important because you can't rely on one person for no, everything. That's lot. unhealthy too. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot for one person to have to give you too. Yeah. They're saying, uh, sexually too, I guess. So that was what you were talking about. Yeah, it needs to be worked out before. Right. Hopefully your sexual chemistry is in a place where you can be open and explore together and those kind of things. I mean, I think that like you can explore anal together. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like some of the people that I know that are in the strongest uh, relationships, it was the sexual connection was first where it was like right. so undeniable that even sometimes it like took a minute for the emotional like part to even arrive. Right. You know? Yeah. I they mean, just chemistry... kept coming back to each other because the sexual chemistry right. was so perfect. You have to have more though because over time that shit goes right. away. Absolutely. And so you're having to yeah. work at it, which we're actually going to get to later. That's a lot of the questions for today. I shit you not. The next question on this list is talk about your dating life with your new man. Oh God. <laughs> well, oddly he's downstairs. We should get him up here. We told him to be quiet. He's like, he was like banging dishes around earlier. <laughs> I have him working in the kitchen. <laughs> over that dinner um we did say we were like oh you should come pop one for a second and chip was like you know you could ask questions like hey kelly what kind of panties do you have on his answer was (laughs) i "I already know they're gray he said that (laughs) like without missing a beat did not miss a beat and then kelly was like they are (laughs) (laughs) you know a little afternoon delight delight. (laughs) i I thought he was at work today We took a break. Um. Anyway. Tried anal? <laughs> Not yet. Not Tried yet. anal. That's like got milk. Okay. <laughs> My God. We should make shirts. The thing is, is, I wish I could say no, but that's not the answer. And that goes for another question on another podcast. Oh, no. oh my God. <laughs> oh, the hits keep on coming because the next one is really. Oh. Yeah. So it says, talk about Jay and how you're not sleeping with him. Jay who? I don't know. Next question. <laughs> okay. Uh, my fiance laughed out loud during sex. Completely ruined it. Has made me so self-conscious. He said it really felt good. and He got tickled. <laughs> Uh, this is the one. Oh, this is from Hannah. Hannah, I'm sorry to giggle as well. I literally got this email though, and I laughed out loud as well. That's so cute, though. Is it cute? Well, I mean, I guess there's parts of it like we don't know what happened after that. Like, I think it's cute. that was the longest pause in a podcast. Well, no, I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> did they finish? Did he like go back to it, or was she so hurt by it that like? A fight started and then the sex was done. I, I mean, I mean, it sounds like it says completely ruined it. It has made yeah. me so self-conscious. I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. there was a fight. I think there was probably a little icing out. She's like, every time he tries to like touch her now, she's cringing, you know, like or she's like pushing him away. Look, Hannah, if his dick is still hard when he's around you, he's into it. Also, I would love to know again, more details. What did he giggle about? What I would say to you, Hannah is I totally 100% get why it made you self-conscious. Um, try to work through those feelings. Like 
for me, if something happens where I'm like, oh, and I feel a little uneasy, the thing about dudes is <laughs> the second you like get your confidence back and you're like own that shit, like go in there and be like, here's what we're doing today. Take off your fucking clothes, throw them against the wall, whatever it is you have to do, own it again. Like, and I think you'll feel, you'll get your confidence back. Yeah. I Does mean, that make I also sense? think it's important to remember that like sex is actually supposed to be fun. And some of the most fun times in our lives is when we like laugh our asses off. So unless you felt like. Well, what if he was laughing at her? To well, me, the way I read this. she should be fucking him. Well, they're because getting that, married. Well, it's her fiance. Well, well, if he was laughing. I doubt he was laughing at her. I think. No. What, but the way I'm reading this and maybe I'm wrong is that Hannah is feeling like she did something and he was kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then he, she was like what this i'm just imagining you know how it's like girls you're like what why are you laughing and all of a sudden you just like you're on top and all of a sudden you just like want to hide under the covers or something but it's like he and then he goes oh i just i just got quote unquote tickled and she's like like you don't fucking laugh out loud because you, you know what your dick got tickled what <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it's really hard to like step into our situation but i mean I've I've laughed during sex, like well, we know together. because you laugh during sext too. Sext. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, last week Chip said he always goes for the sext, ha ha. Yeah, <laughs> so that's his mode of sexting, and you should go back and listen to that episode because we gave a couple tips on that. <laughs> we did. So you laugh during sex too. Good to know yeah, about you. I mean, I think it's f- like you should be having fun. It should see. I don't like to like... laugh during sex. Well, I don't like to laugh through all of it. I think it's about just connection, you know, and some of that is like, it's supposed to be fun. Okay. Well, how are we going to help Hannah out here? I don't feel like you're Hannah, doing anything I think for me. That, um, I think that you just need to own your sexiness and, you know, hmm. if you're, if your man still wants to have sex with you and his dick is getting hard. Agreed. That's all you need to know. Just like he is in, not girl. laughing at you. He's laughing with you. And then try to find the humor in whatever he's like laughing about because i mean what if could he wouldn't make it... tell her well then he then then they need to work on their communication. <laughs> their communication that's a good point yeah yeah so get comfortable with whatever it was also laugh at yourself sometimes you gotta laugh i do the I stupidest mean, shit you, sometimes. like have you ever farted while having sex no but i've queefed, queefed. okay <laughs> So it's like you, you can't, have to you laugh. Can't you that. have to you laugh. It's the most awkward, yeah. stressful situation. Or you just have to accept that it happens and move on. Well, you know? I'm sorry. If air gets pumped up there, we cannot yeah. help it. Yeah. You breathe and you out. queef. It's just like, yeah, maybe that's what happened. As far as, far as we know, Hannah queefed. <laughs> Poor Hannah. <laughs> Hannah queefed. Oh, that's God. That's our other t-shirt. <laughs> Tried anal. Hannah Quick. <laughs> Our merch is going to go through the roof. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. 
The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off, and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is from Sam. What's your favorite position and why? You know, it's so funny as I've gotten in trouble for asking this question a lot, but this is legitimately the one question that I get anytime. I ask for questions from people, not necessarily to me. I'm like, hey, I'm interviewing Dirk Bentley. What questions do you guys want to know? And they're like, what's your favorite position? Do you do you think that Sam is Sam a guy or girl? I believe Sam was a guy. If I'm remembering correctly, so do you think he wants to like actually be able to fantasize about you in your favorite position? Or he's just asking for like position tips. Maybe he's asking. We're going to go with the latter because that's disgusting. Oh, and no. like you're pretty hot. I mean, thanks, Chip. Oh, my God. You guys. <laughs> I'm going to hit those walls on the way in. Uh, what if you, I don't know, we got to stop. Okay. Um, so I was going to ask you the same question though and make you answer it. So we're going to operate just from a general standpoint of positions. And is there one that you lean into more than another? Not necessarily. I mean, it's like, I feel like in order to make it not boring, it's just about changing up a lot. Exactly. I I mean, there's nothing wrong with the like run of the mill sort of missionary position. Right. right. But if that's all you're doing, then it gets boring. That's boring. Like, it's also like you can, it's hard to hold your body in one position. I don't care if it's having sex or not. For an extended period of time. Is there now we're talking about working out all of a sudden? <laughs> no, I'm just talking like, You're like even, I do even in class holding your hand up, like sure. a minute of that is too long, you know? Right. So it's like, and I'm not saying you like. You gotta move around. Yeah, you just gotta just switch it up. And it's like. Right. Like there's no, I could not be like, oh, if you hit me in this position every time it's a done deal, whatever. I mean, that is true-ish about certain angles and all of that stuff with girls. I think it's a little harder than guys. 
but I don't want monotony. Like, right. I don't want to do it in the same place. I don't want to do it in the same way. Like, you want to switch it up. Yeah, I think that, like, the idea of um, sort of spontaneity is hotter than anything. That's why new relationships are so... Right. That's what's so fun about the beginning of a relationship is, like, you don't know the person well enough yet to know exactly where it's going to go or how it's going to go. It's all just, like... <gasps> you know, that exciting feeling. Yeah. I've never understood like, and look, I know that it becomes practical when you're like married with a bunch of kids, but like yeah. the idea of like every Making Friday a- night at seven o'clock, we're having sex. Well, like, you do like once there's a lot of different, when you have to manage a bunch of stuff, yeah. I kind of get it. You got to like, make appointments. It doesn't feel sexy. You can make it sexy though. Like my boyfriend and I, for instance, today, <laughs> we've been really busy. And so you're just like you, we both have our work schedules. You're balancing a lot of different things, different people, different, you know, all of it. And it's like, okay, can we make an appointment today for 3 PM or something, you know? And so you have your appointment, but you like tease the appointment. There's maybe a sext before of how much you're thinking about it. Like the appointments become sexy in and of themselves because you start to think about that. Like you anticipate it, you know? Yeah. And you sort of have to do that once there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I guess it's the like, did you, did you watch, um, little fires everywhere? I did not tell us more. Well, no, it's just the character that Reese Witherspoon's played like she seems like the type that like is like at 6 p.m every thursday and every tuesday we have sex and she's probably like it's that is like the she only does missionary like and i feel like sometimes it's really easy to get into that rut Uh, (laughs) yeah uh, yeah uh, uh. like it's just like not at all in it and feeling it yeah Yeah, totally okay that makes sense uh what was the question sam asked favorite position so so sam keep it keep it interesting i think my favorite position is changing positions that is a great answer yeah mixing enough said well a lot of the questions we got are about long-term and monogamous monogamous relationships and you know a lot of people want to know how to spice things up Chip and I are not, cur- I mean, I've only, you know, I've not been with my boyfriend for a super long time. I have been in a nine year relationship before. So Ooh. I do feel like I have some experience with this. Um, but there's a couple of these questions. So we'll just kind of go through them and we can give tips. I also did a little research on some of them to, just to see what other people say. I think this is interesting. And you and I are probably going to have a we might have some different little opinions. reactions yeah, and okay. different. Okay. Um, so this is from Ashley. She said, I'm so embarrassed to even write this, but I feel like I have no sex drive. I've been married for nine years and it's always kind of been on the low side, but it was worse after I had kids. My youngest kid is three. My husband has a high sex drive and we have sex pretty much every other day. I would be fine with once a week and would look more forward to it if I didn't feel like it was such an obligation, but he gets frustrated if we wait more than a day. And now I feel like it's just something on the to-do list. I know sex is an important part of a marriage and I'm attracted to him, but damn, I have three kids and sometimes I just need a break. Help. Oh, that's a tough one. It is Look, such a I tough one. I do think it's like you, a- Ashley's her name? Ashley. Correct. Like, it sounds like you're living up to your end of the bargain. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you, you're, you have to sacrifice your thoughts and your feelings. And so I think it, I think it comes down to communication and I think you can say like, Hey, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. I want to fuck you, but it would mean so much more if I fucked you when I want to fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 
God, I just said fuck like I was about to say, can we say times. make love? Make love. Like- <laughs> make love sounds so gross to me. Have sex? Have sex, yeah. So I think it's I think it's just about communication because when you're feeling frisky and you initiate it when you're feeling it, like it is going to be so much hotter totally. for him than you just being like his toy. Yeah. You know, like I don't mean, be used by your husband. Like right. he's your husband. Communicate with him. It is fair. You are working your ass off as a mother with three children to be tired. Well, the low sex drive to me too. It's like when you're exhausted and also I like read a little bit in this about maybe like have your hormone levels checked because I think kids and all I know is when I was doing the hormone shots and stuff, all my shit got fucked up with that. Like it's just, it can throw you off completely in so many ways. You don't feel attractive. You just feel gross. You're like the last thing you want is someone touching you. So I would also look into like getting, making sure all of that is balanced. Um, but also think exhaustion is huge and it's like three kids is a fucking lot to balance. And it's also like, if you feel like it's an obligation or it's like a part of your job to take care of your husband's needs, you're not going to want to do it. Right. Like, yeah, it, it should not feel like an obligation. No. And I think you make such like a desire. Right. And when you made that point about just like, are you being heard? Like, what do you want, Ashley? Like, is he whining and dining you and setting you up? Is he like helping you with the kids? Is he drawing you a nice bath at the end of the day? Because you might be like more willing to do stuff or more interested in it if it was being met your on the other side. Yeah. yeah. What are your needs? That's that's kind of, I think, the best question to ask that I hear in this. It sounds like Ashley's a pretty amazing wife. Hell yeah. So I think that, um, because I do, like, look, I have, I have a friend who's gotten divorced over kind of this. Like, he was like, my wife wasn't like, she didn't meet my needs. And right. And so I do know that like those sorts of needs exist, but you cannot ignore your needs or let your needs be sort of shuffled to the side. There's a balance. I was going to say, hopefully you could sit down and have a conversation like, Hey, my needs aren't being met here. So like, how do like, I want to meet your needs. I want you to be happy and satisfied sexually, but like, how do we meet somewhere in the middle? It's like, you're saying all the right things. So, I agree. But like, look out for you, girl. Yeah. But it also like, to your point, it's scientific too. If your hormones aren't mm-hmm. in the place that they need to be, then that's out of your control and you need to, that's a medical thing that needs to be fixed. Yeah. So I think it could be both. Yeah. Look into both and also get some sleep. God bless you, Ashley. Yes. <laughs> Three kids. Damn. Um, okay. From Samantha, what is a normal amount of sex in a week in a mo- monogamous relationship? So I did actually Google this because I was like, Ooh, I don't even know. And the answer that I came up with from Google is the average adult enjoys sex 54 times a year or a little, a little more than once a week. While married couples under the same roof don't fool around quite as much, they still have sex about 51 times a year. I was like, what? That sounded low to me. Yeah, that does sound low. That's I mean, depressing. look, I, I mean, I might as well be dead at this point, according to that <laughs> statistic. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that does sound low if you're happy, you know? I always, I, I've had friends who were married for years and um, there was one couple who I knew and they, they have sex. Uh, she was like, it's probably around three times a week. And I was like, that, fe- that feels really great for a super long-term relationship. They have kids. Like I, to me, that sounded pretty reasonable and like 
a healthy amount. Yeah, that sounds... Is that... that yeah, no, I think that sounds... I don't even know if I know. Cause, that sounds good to me. I don't know yeah. if I know. I mean, I, I also think there's so many factors, like your age, how many kids you have. That's true. If there's... If one of, if one of you's traveling a lot for work, like... Right. Yeah. The travel throws a huge wrench in it. I, I mean, nobody's traveling right now. But. No, I mean, right. So hopefully you're having a lot of sex. Yeah. Up that ante. <laughs> Um, Monique asked, how do you spice it up after 11 years of marriage? Wow. Try anal. Oh, oh, I did find an article on Redbook. Hold on. Let me pull it up really fast. And they Red had book. Listen, she she's been married for 37 years. <laughs> I mean, she didn't, but they had, they had this thing that I liked the way they did it. It was a scrolling, um, note of all these different things you can try. And some of them are so fucking stupid that I had to read them okay, out loud because it's wait. like challenge your partner to a game. Like, like trivial pursuit gets well, you hard, it was right? Like challenge your husband to a game of ping pong. Sometimes the competition makes us horn makes you horny. Like that's so stupid. Don't play ping pong. Well, if you were really good at ping pong, if you can like whoop his ass at something, uh, it might like make him feel okay. submissive and that could be hot. I'll say this, the flirting that could happen through that. Like when you're talking shit and you're just like, Oh, I'm about to take you down, you know, or you're like getting yeah, into something, get maybe that. that's a little hot. Break out the oil. We've massage had oils. massage oils, lubes. I do think those kind of things when it's, when you've been in a long-term relationship, you can spice things up a little bit, yeah. like shift things, change things, um, set the scene. This is what I was saying to Ashley, like for a guy, guys, all guys out there, do you ever really want to just like, you know, get her panties wet? I couldn't think of anything more classy to say. That was terrible. It's Friday morning for these people. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> but just like set the scene, like do something a little bit nice for her. And it doesn't even have to be a lot. It's just like help her with dinner and then draw her a bath, have some fucking candles going. Something like that is just so nice because as women, I think we just take care of everyone all day, all the time. And so to feel doted upon in any sort of capacity and to feel kind of like you can get back in your body and be like, oh, Let your this guard down a little. Well, and like it, this, you know, that scene is sexy, like a bath, a candles, you know, candles being lit. That's sexy. So like it can help you to feel sexy sometimes when you feel just like disgusting after a long day. Right. Yeah. Like a real. A relaxed setting is certainly more inviting than like being like, well, thank God the dishes are done. Let's fuck. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, let's go to pound town. No, thanks. Like, <laughs> that's just not going to work for me. You better bring a lot of fucking lube because it's not going to be working down there. Um, do something out of the blue. Spontaneity, like you said. Uh, talk it up. I'm bored with that. Get handsy. Oh, oh, talk it up means like the flirting, like text, sexting. Yeah. If you need tips on sexting, go listen to our last episode. Um, get handsy. You know what? This is so funny because I was listening to a podcast last week. It was um, the Call Her Daddy podcast. Do you ever listen to that? No, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's so funny. It's gone through a couple changes, but they're adjusting. But they were talking um, a while back. I don't remember if this is an old episode or a new, but about the beauty of hand jobs. And I... I will say, as I've gotten older, I've let go of the hand job a little bit. That feels very junior high to me. And I did not know that guys enjoyed it so much. But like this article is saying at the end of the day, sometimes a good old hand job does a trick. And I do think it's sort of like what we were saying. It's switching things up. 
Well, it also, if you're not feeling sexy, True. it allows you to pleasure him without... Or maybe you want a finger. <laughs> well, I mean, that that true. So that, true. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a hand using your hands for sex, whether it's a hand job or finger or whatever. Yeah. It allows you to to give pleasure without necessarily having to receive it unless you really love giving hand jobs. Or right. Somebody, that's true. You know? Because I do think it's like. It's a one-sided sort of exchange. Yeah, you're like, hey, babe, let me do this for you. Yeah. I yeah. think, too, um, in my head as a girl, I'm like, he could do this himself, and he actually knows what it feels, feels good. It feels different. It feels it different. It does? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Have you ever had someone like just scratch your arm? Yeah, that's true. It's so different. because Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I've always just been like, oh, my technique is not going to be as good as that. Because, like... You can tell what feels good, but right. that's okay. That's a really good point. Take it slow rather than jumping into sex. Sometimes I'll, f this person is saying, sometimes I'll force the two of us to slow things down. I think that's huge for girls. Like the teasing gets me so worked up. I yeah, can't for, even handle and it. And the foreplay. Yes. Yeah. Like I need the foreplay. I need the kissing. I need the. That just, to me is sexier than the sex often. Foreplay? Totally. I did a podcast. Um, this was like way long ago um, with a sex therapist and David Yarian. And he told me that foreplay is the show. He's yeah. like people equate um, orgasm with sex. And he's like, no. Sex is the foreplay. Sex is all of the buildup. Sex is everything else. And he was like, you don't even have to have an orgasm if that part is in, in play. Like if that's good, you know, because sex isn't about the orgasm. It's about the connection and the foreplay. He was, it was very interesting yeah, to me. Yeah, I get that. Keep your heels on. Chip, do you wear heels? <laughs> they don't make them in my side. Oh, yeah. You I've tried to walk in heels once. I would pay I, to look, see that. Ladies. I got your back when it comes to that. Like it's that hard. shit is hard. My friend Sarah only wears heels. I mean, she would run a marathon in heels if they would let her. Yeah, she's so little. She like she's short, yeah. but like, God, I I don't know how she does it. I it's really a balancing don't. Act, yeah, it's for insane. Sure. I don't know how anybody does. Once it. you get used to it, though, I mean, I don't know. Some people say they never do, but I feel like I've gotten it down. Good. What heels. are our thoughts on kitten heels? You know, I used to hate them and I think they're, I used to be like, oh, it's disgusting. And they're so in trend right now that I have um, kind of gotten used to seeing them and I have a pair and I'm not even Well, you're lie. a tall girl too. I so am, like, so I don't need the height necessarily. Right, they right. just, I think I always associated like feeling good and feeling sexy with a pretty tall heel because it's the way that it makes your legs look and yes. all of that. And I thought a kitten heel just didn't really flatter my legs, but I'm kind of into it. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, this, this says, open your mouth. Sometimes I'll wake my husband up by giving him oral. I'm a big fan of morning sex is a great way to start the day. I agree. Like I actually started, I've started to prefer morning sex to any kind of sex. Yeah. I like morning sex too. I don't, I mean the idea of just like starting to suck somebody's dick though, like while they're asleep to be like, <laughs> rise and shine. <laughs> well, they're going to be rising. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's pretty hot. I mean, I can imagine that he would think it's pretty hot. It just it depends, I mean, it depends on what on you can you like digest. Oral, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I've had conversations with female friends where it's like, what do you think is sluttier? Like sleeping with somebody the first night or like sucking, sucking their, their dick. dick. And it's, I feel like the response is always 50-50. And to me, I'm like, 
if you're gonna do something like you should be pleasured too like just sleep with somebody mm. like i feel like a lot of people think that like sleeping with someone is worse well, because you slept with someone it's all day. sex but like i'm like wait a minute but you put his dick in your mouth it does feel i will say it feels a little more invasive if you like first meet someone and you're like i'm gonna suck your dick i don't know why because it, you should both ways yeah I mean, it should go both ways but there's something about it in your mouth yeah. that is like it feels a little more intimate or yeah. something like you don't want to do that with a total stranger right i don't know where that shit's been people do it people do, people do it. it but you don't put a condom on in your mouth i've known people do Ew. okay that's gross that's gross to me I guess it's like safe sex. I'm, I'm sitting safe, here. I mean, and like that, that's the whole thing. Is like it wasn't because it tasted good. It's because of safety. Yeah, I couldn't do that though. Couldn't do it either. Okay, the last one I'm gonna read. There's a lot more, but the last one is give him a, give him a peep show. If my husband and I are getting ready to go out, but I'm in the mood for a little action later. Then I make sure to get dressed last, spend the entire time getting ready wearing a sexy bra and panties. He always wants to do something right away, but I usually shoo him off. I like that. Like you let the anticipation build. Oh, yeah. It's, you got to tease it a little. That's like what we were talking about last week. It's like that feeling of when you first meet someone and there's the anticipation is naturally there because you don't probably jump right into stuff. You like wait a couple of days. So you see him again. There's that, that whole build up. So when you're married or you've been together a long time, you lose that. So this is the perfect way. Yeah. You could, you could sort of act, you get to go back to being strangers for a totally. second. Totally. I like that. Um, so those are some ways to spice things up. I do think that it's hard. And, you know, obviously we talked about schedules and just like the routine when you have a busy life. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's about like keeping it interesting, switching things up and also like putting in the effort to do that because the second you get lazy with it, it just is going to get super boring. Totally. What time, what age? I mean, maybe this is for another podcast, but like, at what age is it okay just to start going to bed with your husband or wife? You know, like... What do you mean, without sex? Yeah, like, at what age is that like? I don't know if it's an age or just a level of your relationship. What do you yeah. mean? I don't have sex every night. No, I mean, like, my parents. At what uh, point where is it like, it's not a thing anymore? How you do you know? know your parents aren't not getting I don't know that they're not, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure they're not. I would die if your parents had sex, like, every night. <laughs> my parents are like... <laughs> They're like, like lots of sheets. positions. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, what's your favorite position? They're like, where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> what one's not our favorite? Yeah, that's so gross to think about. <laughs> um, okay. So this one actually maybe you would be really helpful for because this is about dating apps. And we talked a lot about these last week, how tricky they can be. But from Dora, she said, how do I start dating again after being married 27 years and starting all over again? I hate dating apps. I haven't had any good results. They feel like just like hookup sides and I'm not interested in any of that well I think we touched on this a little bit last week I think um skip the app for right now and do some of the dating sites yeah, that require you to so. fill out a more robust profile that asks questions like match.com plenty of fish eHarmony those things right I think you're gonna get um a more concise results um Versus just pictures and short little bios and, you know, those just sorts of Just a better things. connection in general. Yeah, I think they're designed to connect you better. Yeah, I think so Whereas too. the apps are more about like who's nearby and yeah. who's looking. Yeah. Um, not to say that you can't find somebody of substance on those things because I do think it happens. I know plenty of people that are together because of them. But I think for someone in your position that like 
isn't doesn't want to play that game um you i think some of those other like dating sites that have like surveys you have to fill out yeah. are probably the route to go it's just more in depth about your personality so it's better but you know like i don't i have no dora is her name uh-huh. i don't i don't know how i mean she's been married 27 years so she's um probably somewhere around our age a little older maybe like going out to bars and like meeting people that way is like that i have zero interest in that myself and i'm 44 so it's I can't imagine if being a little older than 44, I would not want to do that. So I think doing those dating websites. Yeah, is like the way a match.com or yeah. other website like that. Yeah. Um, Kim asked on the tails of that, any tips for people outside of the apps? It's tough these days, especially right now during quarantine. It's not like you're going out and doing things. I would just say, like, I met my boyfriend through mutual friends. Yeah, mutual friends. Or, like, if you have a hobby. like That's a great one. I don't know hobby. if you're, like, a tennis player or sure. you, like, doing pottery or doing something like Pottery? Go, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to think, like, you you're can like, go to those, like, oh my, potting you just places. Like, you're just, like, fantasizing about the ghost movie. The ghost movie. And you're I like, oh, the hot Patrick Swayze yes. is in my pottery class. Like, the guys in the pottery class are not going to look like that. Just well, saying. Dude, that is true. But I think if you, like, lean into something that is of interest to you and focus on that, yeah. you never know who you might meet while you're doing it. And I then at least true. you know that you have a common interest. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Nina, church things like that yeah it's any sort of any outside sort of building well, thing, yeah. all of those things like church is hard right now although churches seem to be opening back up but they might close again yeah. <laughs> who knows weird times right now so i think like get a vibrator well i'm kidding <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation really. i was gonna say are you kidding no because i'm not <laughs> okay um nina asked on the toes of that vibrator conversation <laughs> what type of lube what type of lube and when and how? Is this a question for me? Damn it. Well, it depends. <laughs> oh, I guess that's, not. That's you a can lot answer. of questions. What t- I'm water-based. Okay. Well, I was going to just be like coconut oil or actually I posted about one in my stories today that has CBD oil in it too. It's O-Shot. There's a code if you guys want it. it I should. Well, today is Wednesday. What day is today? Oh, right. It's going to run late. But... Anyway, there's O-Shot. It's, um, it's got CBD in it. So it, it has other, you know, different things that relaxes you. It's supposed to enhance your orgasm. <laughs> like having a I hard time. All of a sudden, with I'm that shy. Word. You, were you having an orgasm? I, you said it, you're like, it enhances your orgasm. Orgasm. <laughs> um, but honestly, just also, if you just want to try something and see how it feels, I think like organic coconut oil is always going to be my recommendation. Yeah, I, 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 um, I think like water, anything that's got a water base to it is better. I think they stain less. Yeah, they're less sticky. Yes. Um, they wash off faster. I just want to um, go natural. You know, what were her? She asked three questions. She said. Like, then when, she also how, said and when why. and how. I mean, how you just fucking put it on there, Nina? Well, there, I read. <laughs> I there, there's a there's a um, there's a a book. Shit, I'm blanking on it. But there's a story about. Um, it's called Tucker Max wrote it, and it the it's like based on his blog. Yeah, I know and, that guy. Um, Tucker, yeah, 
and it's about him trying anal sex for the first time and he's like yeah so i asked my gay friend and he said you know just get this and he was like but the guy like didn't tell him how much to use oh, and so he's like he's way too much he's like i you know i put enough in there it was like equivalent to the exxon valdez spill oh my god so then and it's, just, it does not take that much no it's, you know a little lube goes a long a way a little lube goes a long way and you can just do it front like the when question is like just lube up before you start you know it's like before anything's being inserted in anything, like that's when you want to make sure everything's lubed up. It doesn't. Right. You don't want to like show up to your date lubed up. Uh, nah. <laughs> like if you need to go, like do a little travel pack or something. But I also like to me, I, I don't know, like new situations. Like I've never used lube. Have you? I guess what well, yours is a different Mine's story. Mine's a little different. Like it requires it. That's true. Like in my situation, I'm like. There's no need when I'm on my own. I'll say that there's definitely that's when Nina like yeah. that. Those are the kind of things. And then I think, too, it's like what we were reading about long term relationships um, in a heterosexual relationship. Those would be nice ways to spice things up. Yeah. But and in you a, can if, do like flavored loot. There's flavored Oh my God. Stuff. The one I was talking There's, about, the O-Shot one tastes like mint chocolate chip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it's edible. <laughs> and it's edible. And it's got CBD. You're going to be relaxed and you're afterwards. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's just feeling it out, but it is a nice way to spice things up. Or Nina, if you're on your own, it's the only way to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want to do that thing any other way. You have anything else to add to that, Chip? No, I think we covered it. Well, those are all the questions that we're going to get to this week. We These at casual episodes have been so much longer than normal episodes. And fun. I like it. I don't even know what these people think about us after this, though. Do you think that their perception has changed? No, I feel like, I, well, I hope not. I hope they feel like they know us better. I mean, if they don't, <laughs> I feel like they know us in the most intimate way. <laughs> intimate. Like, how come the word intimate even sounds intimate? It kind of grosses me out. It sounds a little bit like panties to me. Panties. Yeah. Intimate apparel. Uh, we digress. But you guys keep the questions coming. Also, let us know what you think about this. We have gotten a lot of requests to keep the sex and dating convo going. So we're willing. I mean, I'm willing. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm down to answer questions. I can't say that I'm an expert in any of it. Um, but I think that's what's like endearing to people is we're just talking like they talk to their friends. Yeah, like so if, we'll you're, give, if you're if there's something that you're scared to ask your friends, ask us. We'll give you the friendly answer. Or not. I mean, or we'll give not. you the straight up the answer straight is up. the deal. So keep your questions coming. Email us at, at casual at velvetsedge.com. Also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Velvet's Edge. You can always DM me questions there. And you are Ch- at Chip Dorsch. It's can, spelled C H I P. D-O-R-S-C-H. Dorsch. Dorsch. I feel like that's sort of like Bush. Bush. <laughs> okay. Bush beer does have B-U-S-C-H, right? Oh, look at that. Twins. Not hashtag ad. Wow. It's really not. But hey, Bush, if you want it to be, call hey, I'll us. I'll drink Bush. Yeah. <laughs> we'll free. do just about anything yeah. for an ad at this point. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. And always remember. Act casual. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.